What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello, welcome to another episode of Pick Aside. Today we have a lot of topics. We're nearing the start of the NBA season again. And today is a lot of topics about the NBA. We're going to get right into it, and we're going to start with Riv and JC. They're going to debate, and it's going to be Bradley Beal or Jason Tatum. We know that Bradley Beal averaged a ton of points this past season, and Jason Tatum has been on, a, on an all-star leap. So we're going to debate who is better right now. So, JC, who would you pick, Bradley Beal or Jason Tatum? Um, I'm taking Bradley Beal. I'm taking Bradley Beal simply for the fact that he was second in the NBA in scoring. Uh, he's not a bad playmaker. I just want to highlight his team. I mean, he had a, a rookie, Roy Hushimura, pretty good. Davis Bertans, eh. Thomas Bryant, eh. Jordan McRae. That doesn't sound like a good team. Mind you, since the All-Star break, he's been putting up actually 37 points per game, which is leading the NBA. I think he just has – I think he's a better overall scorer than Jason Tatum, though I think Jason Tatum will take it in a couple years. But right now, give me the guy who's averaging 30.5 points per game. And um, Rivs – I know what Rivs is going to say, empty stats, empty stats, but I just named you his teammates. I just named you his teammates. So I would just want to ask you, Riv, if Jason Tatum was putting up these numbers, would you have the same energy? Or mm. would you just – <laughs> you feel me? So right now, I think you have to give it. I think you have to get the slight edge to Bradley Beal. What do you think? <laughs> oh, so I'm assuming Beale. you're. I'm assuming you're a debater and a narrator today. Okay. <laughs> um, so listen, I get. No, I get it. The stats looking nice. His team sucks, so the stats are going to be exciting. But let's just put the stats away. Just put them to the side for a little bit. Okay. Just, just let's just talk. Man to man, me and you, I test. Let's just talk okay. I test. Okay. Jason Tatum is the more skilled player. He's the better basketball player. Not to mention he can play defense. Bradley Bill, yeah. I think Joel is one is the one who told me this. Bradley Bill is one of the worst defenders in the league. He's pretty this bad. year, that's a fact. This year, that's a yeah, fact. He's one of the worst defenders in the league. There's no denying that. He's one of the worst defenders. Now, Jason Tatum, I, he's still young and mm-hmm. we haven't seen the playoff expectations yet. But mm-hmm. We've seen what we're going to get from Bradley Bill. Yeah, he's throwing up 30 points a game, but on the team... And 37 since All-Star break. On a playoff team, he's a 22, 23-point scorer. Jason Tatum is a 23-point scorer right now at 21 mm-hmm. years old. They both can shoot the three ball. I think Jason Tatum, in a winning situation, leading his team, you got to give him the edge because he's putting on performance night after night, after night, on a big stage with a great team against competition, and they're going to the playoffs. I mean, I think if you switch Bradley Bill and you switch Jason Tatum, I, I don't know how that would fit because, like I said – Boston would still be a playoff team. Yeah, but like I said before, Bradley Bill is one of the worst defenders in the league. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but that's the thing. With Boston, they have a lot of good defenders. If you look at the Wizards roster, I mean, they don't have anybody outside of Bradley Bill. He's not – he hasn't been good on defense this year, but if you just look at Davis Bertans, Roy Huchimura, Isaiah Thomas for a large stretch, Jordan McCray. These aren't great. These aren't good defenders. So that, that makes him not play defense? Uh, I, 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 I mean, look, so I – think, I think the game is is predicated on team defense. So if one mm-hmm. player messes up their assignment, Bradley Beal might get blamed for like, it. 
So like kind of how right like right Steph Curry, lower. like in a Steph Curry sense, Steph Curry, we would all agree he's not the best defender, but he has Clay Thompson, he has Draymond Green, he had rim protection. That helps, you know what I mean? Um, does, that definitely does help, but it doesn't help. Bradley Beal, that's what I'm saying. Bradley Beal doesn't have anybody that can anchor the defense for him, like how maybe uh, Draymond Green would for Golden State, or maybe even how someone like Jalen Brown, who's a really good defender on Boston. You know but what that, I mean? That didn't change the narrative. Steph Curry having all that never in our lives changed the narrative that he was a good defender. Just I don't think putting those guys together would change the narrative on Bradley Bill. I think he's just not that good of a defender. That's just uh, let's just as a person, as as a basketball player, you as as a basketball player when you're guarding somebody, if you lock up, you lock up. But who's behind you? Who's next to you? If you play defense, you play defense. I think. You put Jimmy Butler in that system, he may not put up the points, but he's still going to play defense. You put so, play Thompson, okay. he's still going to play defense. It's just if you play D, you play D. It's just Bradley Bills. Um, so I think obviously I think scoring, I think Tatum can Bradley Bill may put up more points, but Jason, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum is, is sharing the ball with Kemba, who's a 20 point scorer. Jalen mm-hmm. Brown's a 20 point scorer. Gordon so Hayes. wouldn't that make things easier, though, that you have more people that the defense has to worry about? Yeah, like, you're throwing yeah. a lot of – like, I I was watching film on the Wizards this year, and there was literally a point after the All-Star break when he was still putting up 36-37 that teams were literally doing the James Harden treatment on Bradley Beal, just doubling him at half court. Yeah, and you have to force people like Roy Huchimor and all these people. Uh, I want to add in that. Bradley Beal is a very underrated playmaker. He's a really good passer. No, he's I not agree. a bad passer. I think he's a better passer than Jason Tatum. I think that also helps in terms of offense. I don't think Jason Tatum is the best playmaker, but I don't think he's terrible. Um, I know Bradley Beal shoots slightly better from the field. He shoots slightly worse from the three, but he's taking eight attempts a game. And I'm just saying that the man that's putting up 37, and the Wizards were ninth in the East. I know that I know the East is weak, but in their last in their last 18 games, they were actually nine and nine. And they had just finished – Bradley Beal had just dropped 40 on the Knicks in a W. And if you look at their next five games, they were really easy. They were teams that were below 500. Now, I'm not saying they could have made a run at the playoffs. Wait, he but, I mean, got, Bradley Beal is got literally 40? doing everything that he can. I don't know. He has, he has hold a hold rookie. Hold on, hold on, JC. Hold on, JC. Joel, he gave you a 40? <laughs> I, I barely watched the Knicks, even though they're my team. This year, I'm I mean, not that's the last game. That's the last game that showed in the box score, and it, it said that he had 40 points. And they won. But like, I, mean, I have a question for you, JC, because I, I think this question hits you in the heart. Okay. So you're a Ooh. Nets fan. If, <laughs> yeah. If you had to choose between having Jason Tatum on your team or Bradley Beal, who who would you pick? Mm. I would I would take Bradley Beal just because I have Kevin Durant and they play the same position. That's fair. But you know, they both can. Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum are interchangeable. They can play the three and the four. Yeah. Um. I think we need. I think. I think we would need way more of an upgrade at the shooting guard position. I think Joe Harris is a solid player, but, I mean, give me Bradley Beal all day. I would disagree. I would disagree, Joel. And, yo, and Bradley Beal's an elite shooter. He's a still an elite shooter. He is an elite shooter. This is the really? only year that he's shot below 39% from the okay. three, and he's taking almost nine attempts a game from the three. That's good. That's, that, that's fair to say elite. I would say Jason Tatum is the more versatile shooter because he can hit the mid-range, and he can hit the post-up shot. He has the fadeaway in his game. I'll, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the post. I disagree with you on that, JC, because your upgrade for the Nets, you guys need defense, and Jason Tatum can play defense. He's not, I'm not saying he's a otherworldly defender. No, nah, he's a good defender. Yeah, he's a, he's good, a good defender. defender. He's a good defender. But he can he can play D, and you guys need that more than anything. So I, I, I just – I mean, I get the stats. The stats are cool and mm-hmm. great. I mean, Trey Young like, put up 29-9. This team's garbage. But, like, 
I just don't see, like, I think eye test really tells, like, Jason Tatum is really nice. Like, I think he feels nice, too, though. Like, <laughs> he feels a dog. I mean, I, I think that you have a point with the eye test, but, I mean, honestly, how many times have you been able to judge the Wizards or Bradley Bill off an of eye test? They haven't That's even fair. been on TV. That's fair. Jason Tatum I mean, on TV a lot. For the casual fan, I understand what you. I understand what you're saying. That's fair. That's fair. So it's we got. You got to. I, I just because it's it's different. I've seen Bradley Bill play in the playoffs, but he's a different player than what he was when he was playing next to John Wall. So I, that's I, that's, yeah, that's another thing too. John Wall's coming back. So it's. I also. I think. I think this team is going to be ran by Bradley Bill once John Wall comes back. Right now, I think Bradley Bill's better than. John It's hard Wall. to say that because you can't take the ball out of John Wall's hands because he's a point guard. He doesn't move. In my opinion. One of them's gonna have to go, and if I'm the GM, I'm nobody's Bradley taking Bill. John Wall's forty. I'm taking, I'm taking Bradley contract. Bill. Nobody's taking so, John Wall's contract. I'm telling you that right now. I don't. Now. I don't know. It, that's a, that's another. That's another discussion with another day. I mean, John Wall's coming off two horrific injuries. Like I don't even know if this dude's gonna be able to really be that guy anymore. But um, yeah, I just wanted to highlight. Man, dude, he has like a rookie power forward who's a nice player. Roy Huchamar is a good player. I like him. I mean, but like Davis Bertans, Thomas Bryant, like. A lot of people call these empty stats, but he has to do this. He has to do this. And That's with a team with a team that has not no defender, they had Isaiah Thomas who hasn't been the same since his injury running the point guard for a really long time. It's just like I would say doing, this. This is doing everything this is the, that he can do. This is the first time we've seen Bradley Bill as the man and he's putting up thirty. So I wanna see what he can do. Last year he put up what, twenty seven again too. Yeah, I wanna see what he could do when they're a playoff team and he's the man. So I, I I'm waiting to see that part. That's what I want to see. I want to see him as the man. Since you feel that way, Riv, what do you feel is uh, – do you think Bradley Bill is a top 15 player in the NBA right now? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I can name – oh, man. I'll be counting in, injured guys or no? I mean, look, there's well, two separate well, if you're yeah. counting If you're counting yeah. injured guys, then you can add Kevin Durant. And Steph know. Curry. Okay. No, I, I so just just put out a list right now, and I'll count it. Kevin Durant, one. Okay. Steph Curry, two. LeBron, three. Kawhi, four. Giannis, five, James Harden, six. Anthony Davis, seven. Nikola Jokic, Damian Lillard, nine. Um, Russell Westbrook, ten. And I gotta get, I gotta get. Um, Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard. Yeah. What, what are you gonna argue that? No, I said Damian Lillard. Oh, like I said that right. Oh, okay. I said that already. Luca. Luca, easily. What is that, 11? Yeah, that's 12. 12. Clay Thompson? I don't know. I don't know. I can't give you that that easily. Okay, that's debatable. We're going to throw that in the big column. That's debatable. Um, when um, is it? Uh, hold on. All right, who I'm am I missing? Finish. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I mean, you could say Jimmy Butler. I oh, Kyrie Irving. I kind of don't agree with Jimmy Butler. You could say Paul George. I'll I'll give George. you Paul George. That's I'll 15 right Westbrook. there. Westbrook. I said Westbrook. Okay, so look. So you're at 14. So I have a question 14? for you. When is their ability going to come into play here? Because Kyrie Irving, as much as I like him, he's only played 20 games. He can barely play a full season. Kevin I mean, I'm, Durant, I'm, I mean, that's Kevin Durant. He's obviously better, but. I'm going to rebuttal you. When does okay. durability, when does dur- what does durability have to do with your game style? Like how you play? Well, would you rather somebody who can who's who's a really good player? Would you rather play? and who's better are two different questions. Because look, Bradley Beal, I don't know if you guys know this. He's played eighty-two games three straight seasons and he didn't miss a game this year. So he's always Wait. there. Wait, did you name Giannis? Yeah. Oh. 
Keep not. Yeah, I did. I did. That's my pick. Giannis is his third pick. Um. So. I mean, look, this year, I'm going to make an argument. I don't know how crazy it's going to sound to you guys, but I think Bradley Beal is better than Jimmy Butler. Uh, and I seriously tomato. I really do. I think if you put Bradley Beal on Miami, I think they'd still be a really good team. Jimmy Butler was shooting horrific from the three-point line this year, averaging 20 points per game. Bradley Beal is a good playmaker. He's a better shooter, better scorer, better passer. I mean, oh. The only thing, I mean, not a better, I have passing, I'll give it to Jimmy ah. Butler. I'll give it to Jimmy Butler, but Bradley Beal is a really underrated passer. My thing is, you're ah. you're gaining somebody who scores the rock better than him. Can I hear your 15? Huh? I want to hear okay. your 15. All right, that, all right, so I have. No, no, name me somebody we didn't name. No, no, name your 15, actually. Just name your 15. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing an order. So I got LeBron, Kawhi. Can I say LeBron? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, AD, Curry, Harden. Mm-hmm. Westbrook, mm-hmm. Embiid, mm-hmm. Jokic, Kyrie, Lillard, PG, Luca, and then uh, Bradley Beal. If we're doing not injuries, if we're doing injuries, then I mean, if we're doing injuries aside, then I mean, I can't really sit here and say that he's better than Kevin Durant. No, it's fine. Of the injuries, you you really honestly think he's better than Jimmy Butler? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, what does Jimmy Butler definitively do better than him besides defense? The- that, no, I said I gave it defense. Oh. Brad, we don't have to talk about that. Bradley Beal is one of the yeah. worst, poor, one of the most poor defenders in the I league. I think, I think, I think, I can think. Can Jimmy score better than him? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me. I just want to say this because okay, I think what Jimmy brings to the table—the leadership, the grit, the work ethic—it, it, I think, the stuff he brings doesn't right. show up in the stats. So I was, so I was looking at a list, and mm-hmm. it was, it was a freaking slideshow list. So it took me a while, but all right. <laughs> So there's some players that th- might be debatable that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a list too? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. That's debatable. Fair. Chris Paul. Debatable. I was thinking um, about that. Not going to lie. Ben Simmons. No debate. Fair. And hold up. Let me see. Actually, no. It's a slideshow, and I'm like at one, so it's going to take me like five seconds. I hate things like this because it doesn't even – makes no sense. Just put out a list. All right, Donovan Mitch, Carl Anthony Towns. That was the one. Oh, he's a, a big one. though. So it's like, um, that's a, that's that's a those one, are four debates. Those are four. I mean, look, outside of maybe Ben Simmons, I think Bradley Beal is slightly better than all, all of the slightly better. I mean, that's the difference between being in the top the future, 15. You take oh. Bradley Beal over Chris Paul. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But Chris right Paul now, on his way out. Is it, is it, is Bradley it, Bradley Beal's only 26, too. Can I he's say this? Can really I young. Can I ask this question? Can I ask this question? I have to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. Those three names. Jimmy Butler goes to Miami. He brings that grit, that grind. They're one of, they're one of the five best teams in the East. Chris mm-hmm. Paul goes to OKC. They weren't projected to make the playoffs. I think we all know that. They have a they really are. good team, though. That, that was like one of the projections that and Donovan people, Mitchell. I mean, That was one of the projections that the people projecting got wrong. Yeah, yeah. But they, we, we didn't think they would be this good, though. I thought they would be pretty good, though. I okay, mean, well, the, I'm saying the Adams, like I'm saying the majority. Like, I'm saying I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the majority, though. The majority of people. Donovan Mitchell, he's the leader of his team. I, offensively, I think we all agree to that. Mm-hmm. He's the leader, Donovan's the leader of his team. We plug Bradley Bill in those three situations. Is he doing the same thing as those guys? Mm. Well, Miami. If I'm gonna just talk about Miami well, first, this is a question for you too. Just by the way. All right. I if I'm talking Miami, 
Well, you could go first, JC. I mean, look, Miami, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can all agree nobody thought that they would be, what, a top three seed this year? Well, they're like so, five I mean, or four now. So, I mean, look, they have a good roster, though. They have uh, Bam Adebayo's pretty good. They got shooters. Um, I think if you put Bradley Beal, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, outside defensively, I don't know. There's You're actually gaining a better score. But you're gaining you're a actually, guy who's bald. You're down. gaining a better shooter. You're gaining a better score. I mean, we've seen Bradley Beal as a second option average, what, 23, 24 points per game behind John Wall, who you, we can all agree. I mean, not all, but maybe you, Riff. He was a ball-dominant player. Right? So, is, so, so, so is Bradley Bill this year, though. Well, that's you, because he had. Well, that's but Miami, but Miami's orchestrated on everybody. So you, they so, share so, the ball. Him so, you don't think, the ball. so you don't think Bradley Bill would change his game playing on a way better team? I mean, I so think you think he, he would just still be jacking up like what? This season he shot 19 shots per game. So you think he'd be just be jacking up 19 shots per game? I think, he would, I, think he would change, I think he would change his game to have a liability on defense. I mean, what was Miami's, Miami uh, plays Miami's defensive rating? I mean, that's I what I'm saying. That, 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 I think that Jimmy Butler matches what Miami wants to do perfectly. But I think yeah, he fits them. Made that if we're talking about better players, it's more about which team can go farther if you build the right team around said player. So which team can go farther if you build around mm. Jimmy Butler or you build around Bradley Bill? Well, we've never seen a Bradley Bill built team, so it's... I mean, Joel, I mean, I've heard you say this, and I kind of agree with you. You can't win a championship with Jimmy Butler being your best player. It's not you can't possible. win a championship you can't. either. It's you can't not win a championship that's, either. That, that's what I'm saying. So their roles, could we see them being the second fiddle, third fiddle on a championship? We saw Jimmy Butler as a third fiddle in Philly, and it, 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 I mean, it didn't, it, they didn't, it didn't work out. Who was the second fiddle? Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, what Jimmy the, Butler. What? The, that's the problem right there. Ben Simmons was the second fiddle. That was the problem. There so, should be so, no way. Ben okay, was so then, so okay, so then let's say he was a second. That so let's team say he was, was the second bad, option. That team so, was so, bad so, coaching. So, so. Their bench was horrible. It was. But Brad Cole's starting lineup is is probably the same, the same amount of like good as Philly's bench. You have I Ish Smith think, look, starting. I, I'd rather have T.J. McConnell than Ish Smith starting. <laughs> That's true because he plays defense. <laughs> That's true. I I just think Rib. I, I just personally think like, I think that you think Bradley Beal is a good player, but I think that you 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 think his obviously you think his stats are inflated, but I mean like. I just want you to understand. I mean, if you look at the roster he has, he has to go out and do that. Now, no, listen, I, I, listen. I, I, can, can we can we all agree that if Jimmy Butler went to the Wizards with the way he was playing this year, he ain't dropping thirty. No, he ain't dropping thirty. I don't think he so. had his jump shot this year. I think he shot what he shot from the three point line twenty four. He would have been traded. He would have been traded mid year. He would have wanted out of there. You know Dude. what I mean? And then look, Bradley Beal he's the younger player. Jimmy Butler's thirty. Bradley Beal just turned twenty six. And. I just, I, I just think like he's improving. If you look at his years outside when John Wall left, he's improving. Last, the year that he John Wall was there, the last year twenty four, last year twenty seven, this year thirty. Like, I, mean, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna. I mean, he's a scorer. Don't, don't give me. He's a scorer. And he's I an underrated that. passer, better shooter. I mean, I think just you could. I think it's tough. It's tough. I would. I mean, it's tough. Just he just gives up so much defensively. Mm. So it's just like that's a tough way to go. Like. All right, too so much. Basically, to conclude what was being talked about, JC 
thinks that Bradley Beal is a top 15 player and River thinks that the player that has probably the worst hairline in, in NBA 2K history is not in Bradley Beal. With the patches on the side of the <laughs> um, He dead does, though. Okay, so yeah. you don't think Bradley Beal is a top 15 player, Riv, and JC, you do. So that's it. So if you guys think that Bradley Let Beal us know what you think in the comment section. Yeah, let us know what you think in the comment section. If you Let think us know. I'm, I'm interested in this. It's, it's time to move on to better, a little better, better things. This player, Kawhi Leonard, he got traded to Toronto. As soon as he gets there, great team. I think we could all acknowledge that. They go mm-hmm. to the chip. They win the chip over the uh, injured Golden State Warriors. And I know Joel is going to have a lot to say about this. So we're going to start off with Joel. Joel, <laughs> did Kawhi Leonard get too much credit for winning that championship? Yes. Kawhi Leonard gets an absurd amount of credit for winning a championship that was lifted off by a lot of the role players. Five role players averaged double digits in the finals Mm -hmm. for Kawhi Leonard. And that's against an injured Warriors team. See, this is a problem with Kawhi Mm. Leonard and the media. People think Kawhi is, you know, unanimously the best player in the world because he wins a finals MVP, even though he's not facing the team that every superstar player had to face. LeBron James faced a different Warriors team than Kawhi. James Harden faced a different Warriors team than Kawhi. But Kawhi, He's played them before, though. Kawhi gets praised the most out of everybody. Mm. Same thing in San Antonio. Wins the Finals MVP, even though Tony Parker averaged more points than him. Tim Duncan mm. was an anchor for them on defense. So it was every team that Kawhi has won a championship on, it has been a group effort. Everybody has chipped in. Game six of the Finals. The MVP for that game was Fred Van Vliet. I had him. I would have voted for him as Finals MVP. Honestly, Fred Van Vliet, who'd you vote for? Contributor to Game Six, and Fred Van Vliet was huge throughout the series. Kyle Lowry as well. His teammates set up him to succeed. I'm not saying that Kawhi didn't do a lot. He did a lot. Obviously, he was the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. But to feel like Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard was a one man show is ridiculous because mm-hmm. he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, so Joel, just before JC goes, if you had the vote, who would you give in your vote for finals MVP? Look, obviously, for the Raptors and Warriors, it would it's Kawhi. No, no, I'm saying besides Kawhi. Besides Kawhi. Besides Kawhi. So, Co-MVP. Probably Pascal Siakam. Yeah, that 30-ball first game was a tr- tone yeah, 34, 34. That was a tone. He, he struggled throughout the series. And then but Fred he said tone. Fred Van Vliet was huge, but I, I think, damn, I just burped. But I just think it was a huge, I just think it was a huge effort collectively as a as a unit. And Nurgy Baca. Yeah, and I think Nick Nurse, well. he had a great scheme against Steph Curry using a box and one. You know, so they had great coach and they had great players. So to say that Kawhi is just, you know, one man show, all this, all that. I don't agree with it. And the boxing one works well when you throw different defenders at him. Big, small, strong, skinny, like it works. JC, talk to me. Do you agree with Joel? <clears throat> okay, so to answer that question, if Kawhi gets so much credit for the championship, I'm going to say no. Oh. Now I'm going to say no because, look, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> the first. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do – I'm going to, like – I'm going to do this by, like, I'm going to make it short and sweet with each series. I'm not going to talk about the Orlando Magic because that, that was a gentleman's sweep, basically. Okay, so for the postseason, he averaged 30 points, four rebounds, nine assists. This is on the way to the finals. Versus Philly, oh. 35, 10, four uh, against mm-hmm. Philly. Siakam played pretty well. He averaged 19 and six. That was the help there. Lowry and the rest of the roster struggled. Lowry shot 39%. Nobody else 
in that roster scored over double digit double digit in points. Um, Kawhi also hit the biggest shot, probably. Mm. Not, a, I don't want to say of all time, but one of the, the biggest shots that we've ever seen. In, in that uh, decade, definitely. One of the luckiest too. In the decade, also, definitely biggest shot in the decade. I, I also want to point in that uh, Kawhi Leonard. If you look at his 2018 postseason run, that's amongst top ten all time and one of the best postseason runs. If you look at it, I'll show you. I'll show you guys a link later on on the side versus Milwaukee. 30 points per game, nine rebounds, four assists, two steals. Pascal Siakam struggled, who was the second option. Cooked your boy. He cooked your boy. Okay, he did. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, your boy. I mean, like Kyle Lowry, I mean, everybody, for the most part, I don't want to say struggled, but they weren't performing up to par. Mm. You saw what Kawhi Leonard did. He mm. averaged 30 points per game, averaged 10 rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block, and took the initiative in shutting down the league MVP. Mm. Held them down. Four, they won four straight games. Mm. and route to the finals. Now, now we're on to the Warriors. Mm. I agree with Joel saying that he had help, but I just want to point out the fact that Kawhi led the team in scoring, mm. he led the team in rebounds, mm. he led the team in steals, and he oh. actually led the team in blocks. Didn't lead the team in assists. That was actually Kyle Lowry, Fred Van oh. second. Um, shot 37% from the three and 44% from the field. One finals MVP, too. Um, I think that, I just think that his impact is kind of getting underrated because of what the role players, what most of them were supposed to do. Now, did we expect Fred Van Bleet to come out and average, what, 16 points? Like I'm six. not going to lie. I didn't expect that. Did I expect Sergi Baca to average a double-double? I didn't expect that either. Yeah, no but if we're, just talking, if we're talking about the finals, you can say that he definitely had help. But if you look at everything that led up to the finals, the run and everything that was in route to set up the finals – I think Kawhi doesn't get enough credit. I, Riv, when I said that he had a top 10 postseason run, Riv made a face. And that just shows right there that. No, you said, because I, I heard you say a year. I thought you said the wrong year, though. But oh, you okay. Said. I mean, 2018 was one of the most historic postseason runs ever. Mm. And he capped it off with a finals MVP. Yeah, you keep saying 2018. It's 2019. Is it 20? 20, 20, 20, all right. 18, 20, 20, 2019. That's okay, why cool. I kept getting messed up. Yeah, yeah, 2018, 2019. Yeah, you're oh, right, what you, right. what you got um, to say about that? He's going top 10 runner. This is what I have to say. One, he does deserve <laughs> some credit. Does he deserve as much credit as you're trying to praise him for? Mm. Absolutely not. How about the series before? Kawhi, Kawhi shouldn't even have let DJ Augustine completely cook the racket <laughs> and win a game. I remember that game, Augustine. The last time anybody even thought he had potential was when he played for the Bobcats. That's not even a team anymore. <laughs> the, ne the next series against Philly, yes, he hit one of the luckiest shots. Those are one of the shots that you break your disc in your PlayStation after somebody hits on you if you're playing 2K. He had a great series, though. That's one. He had a great series, but that's amazing one, series. That's that was actually his best series. Shots. And Ben Simmons was his primary defender, and he's oh, a that's great that's one of the luckiest shots. And then the next series, first Milwaukee started out two zero, and Again. it wasn't it wasn't until Nick Nurse designed a game plan to build the Great Wall of China for Giannis and not allow him in the paint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. We can, it, wasn't, it wasn't like Kawhi was defending him one on one. Oh, well, I was staring before you before you ask a question. I was watching the games. And I kept shaking my head because in the fourth quarter, especially in a in game, did the game go? The series went to six games, right? Yeah. In game six, I'm watching the series. I'm watching the fourth quarter, and I'm just shaking my head because I'm like, why is Mike Budenholzer still have Eric Bledsoe in the game instead of putting George Hill and having a shooting lineup out there? 
I felt like part of the series was lost because of mismanagement okay. by Mike Budenholzer. So, I mean, to give – look, Kawhi played great. We know that. But to give him the credit for Nick Nurse game plan and the perfect game plan, to give him credit for hitting a lucky shot, I feel mm. like that's a little absurd. I, I just want to ask this question, JC, before you go. Okay. You, you, you say they built the Great Wall, but let me just – let me ask you a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You put another defend, good defender – in Kawhi's spot to play to to, to be the uh, stopper at the top, would that great wall work? It probably will. It's Giannis can't shoot; he has to get by it. There's not there's not too many defenders that you can put on an island with that are on on I mean, an island with Giannis building, that defends better than Kawhi. If you're building a wall with a seven foot one Gasol, or I think he's seven foot, a seven foot Gasol, a seven foot Ibaka. A six ten six. You got that man at the top, so I don't. Okay, so you're well, so my my rebuttal for this. So look, so we would all agree Pascal Siakam's a pretty good defender, right? For the most part, he's, he's cooking. Him. Giannis was exactly. Cooking. So now, if they had ran that same game plan with Pascal Siakam guarding him, no, will we have the same results? Look, he, kill, he, he might have not. Look, he was doing him bad. Maybe not Siakam, but he's a good to, defender. It's not like Giannis only had to get by one person. He had to get by one. But it's hard to get by that one person. Another, and then run into That's a two-time defensive player of the year right there. So, this is the thing. Look, mm, mm, in mm. my opinion, I may have slowed him down a little bit, but I don't think the game plan falters if it's Tory Craig or P.J. Tucker guarding Giannis at the top. Because I think you will have that other layer that you have to get by, and Giannis couldn't get by that. Oh, Lord. Did you oh, just Tory, – Tory Craig? Did you just put Tory Craig on the same – Tory Craig isn't a bad defender. Did you just put him on the same level as Kawhi? I never said that. I said yes, – you never did. Said, I never said he's on the same level. I said he's a good defender who – he could do a solid job, especially if he has a wall behind him protecting him. He could do a good job. Giannis is going to blow past him. He's going to baby him. Yo, what's wrong with you? He, he, baby, he won't baby Serge Ibaka. He won't baby Serge Ibaka. You wouldn't leave. You wouldn't leave Serge Ibaka on an island with Giannis. Giannis was yeah, cooking too. This is the thing. Giannis wasn't on an island. Like he wasn't on an island the whole series. Well, look, Giannis was well, look, struggling no, look, to get the past wall, I mean, the first wall, wall, bro. The, no, listen. The wall is. I give Joel credit for that. That's that's an excellent defensive scheme. But you're guarding a man who plays in the paint. Like, what else is he going to do? No, he takes the ball up, though. He, he was taking the ball up. He was struggling to get past Kawhi and throwing turnovers when Kawhi was on him. Kawhi's a big physical freak. You see his pants? Like, they're trying to disrespect Kawhi a little too much now. You <laughs> said Tory Craig, bro. <laughs> like, and then we Tucker, the okay. Then we talk about the finals. Mm, talk the about Raptors, it. The Raptors mm-hmm. barely won. A lot of the games were close. Clay Thompson was four. hurt the whole series. Kayvon Looney was hurt. Who, who was their starting lineup at one point? I can't. Even, I can't remember three players that it was starting bad. for them at one point. It was bad. Quinn Cook really was starting can't. one time. Quinn really Cook can't. started one time. That's how bad it was. I really can't. Like you know, Clay Thompson got hurt game six, right? And, and maybe if maybe if maybe four. if Steph Curry scores in the fourth, four? maybe one six. Maybe if Steph Curry shows up in the fourth quarter, then the Warriors might have won some games. But he didn't show up in the fourth and. That's why they lost some of those. <laughs> Especially, like, wait, what, wait, what about the game when Steph Curry dropped like 49? What did he have? What did he have? Like 47? 47. He didn't show up in the fourth. Maybe and if they he got won, blown out that game. They would have they won. Yo, but Joel, Joel, so. Hold on, JC. Hold on. Honest. Hold on, hold on, JC. Bro, 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 bro. 
Did you just say they, they could have won game four? Did you know who was playing that game? I'm saying, if Curry would have maybe showed up in the fourth, they would have had a better chance. I'm not even going to get into that. Somebody somebody you like doesn't even make the finals. So Yo, so, so, so before, before we finish this off, I just got one question for Joel. So it's not impressive that Kawhi led the team in scoring, rebounding, steals, and blocks. That's four out of, four out of the five major categories. I mean, look, it's impressive, but I it's don't good. Think, it's great. I don't it's think great. Blocks are everything. Yeah, I just really don't. I don't. You know, I don't think steals are everything either. Steph Curry led the league in steals. Like, you know, who cares? It's just a number. But Kawhi's a great defender to go along with the steals, though. That's what I'm I saying. I mean, yeah, he's a great. You're gonna defender, get that two-way player. I mean, he's I an all-time great. You have defender. to add context to those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like. You have to add context. You know, I think, okay, this is the problem that I have with Kawhi winning the championship and getting all this credit. The problem I have is that he didn't play better against the Warriors than Harden played against the Warriors. Harden had there better efficiency. He had better numbers, and he consi- he was considered that he choked. The reason why Kawhi gets credit is because winning bias. They won, so nobody cares. That's mm. why it's winning bias. It's or maybe because he James was Harden. playing absurdly well. It's that they won, and if they would have lost, we would have been on Kawhi the same way we were on other stars. But they won, so it's winning bias, and people have maybe just because Harden, just like Curry, Harden doesn't show up in fourth quarters either. Oh. Actually, every single fourth quarter that Houston had against Harden. the Warriors, their efficiency, their offensive rating was off the roof. The Warriors and they lose. were just better. The Warriors were just better. <laughs> but I mean, look, Kawhi didn't have to face a Kevin Durant one game. Maybe wait. He had to face him for like what? Maybe a few minutes. Come on, man. Not gonna compare that. Not gonna compare that. I mean, they played in 2017. And he was blowing them out before he messed oh, up his yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland was blowing them out too, and they they blew every single lead. That doesn't mean nothing. The difference is we know Kawhi that Kevin Durant was, wasn't playing that series though. We know that Kawhi the Warriors. Was, Kawhi was killing Katie. He was we know that, killing. We know Katie. that the Warriors locking them up. We know that the Warriors come back from leads. So honestly, like you know. Who cares? They came back that game too. So, yeah, when Kawhi left, when Kawhi, but they still came back. They still yeah, came when Kawhi back. left. They still they had nobody score. Come back that, that's a, you're giving me a sample of a half. That's a half. Like you understand? No, that's a half. Saying, he was killing. That's a half. I'm not gonna go. We all agree the series would have been different if Kawhi had played all every was game. Kicking it would have been different, but what if they would have definitely been different? No, they wouldn't have won. Probably not. Probably Just like all the other teams don't win if they're healthy. Same shit. Doesn't deserve the credit, uh, man. Stop. All right, so I mean, so obviously Joel feels it that he doesn't deserve all the credit. I feel he's kind. He kind of does deserve all the credit. So I mean, leave us your opinion in the comment section. So we're gonna go on to the next topic right now, and um, this is obviously for Joel and River. I'll let you guys decide who goes first. But who has a brighter future, the Atlanta Hawks or the Pelicans? Whoever wants to go first, take the stand. Uh. I guess I'll go first because he's just first. I ain't picked the Hawks. My boy on the Hawks. Um, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Pelicans. And why I'm gonna go with the Pelicans? I have Zion Williamson. <laughs> like, that is all I need to say. Now, nah, jokes aside, though. Um, Lonzo Ball, young. Brandon Ingram, young. Jackson Hayes, young. Zion, Zion. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Holiday, he still can ball. They got Derek Favors, was a good piece. Hey, bro, they have guys that love to play with each other so well. Josh Hart coming up the bench. Nickel Walker, he's a good player. He's going to develop. They have guys who are the cognuity, like 
Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion. You've seen it when Zion came back. The chemistry was there, like, instantly. You got Lonzo Ball, who has the chance to be very, very special. Brandon Ingram, who's already shown he could be a bucket. Drew Holiday can still play ball at 29, 30 years old. He can still give you 19, 7, and 4 in elite defense. Zion is Zion. I don't really need to talk too much about that. He's Zion. Jackson Hayes, he can turn into a very good big man, rim protector type of player. You got Derek Favorites for the leadership. Josh Hart coming up the bench. This team is it's just fit the run so perfectly. And if they keep building, they keep building. I don't see how the Hawks can have a brighter future. You got Cam Reddish, who's still a question mark in other people's eyes, not mine, <laughs> other people's eyes. You got Trey Young. Yeah, he's great. He also is the worst defender I've ever seen in my life. You got, uh, what's his name? Jack John Collins. Jack, what's his name? Collins. John Collins. He's good. He can ball, yeah. but you got to see more of him. He doesn't get the ball much. Trey Young is very ball dominant. And he doesn't move without the ball. You got DeAndre Hunter. He's 22. He's slow on defense. You can see the inconsistency with him. Kevin Hurter, they really tried to call him Clay Thompson. He's not Clay Thompson. I don't know why they did that. And then you picked up Clint Capella. I mean, he's a good defender, yeah, but what are you going to do? Throw oops to him all game? That's not really something like – you see the Rockets, it didn't work. So what makes you think you can come here? It's gonna, I don't know why they thought it was going to work. And then, I mean, come on. Like, just I don't see – like, Zion – the Hawks. I don't see the. I don't see where you see, but you can tell me what you see. Andre right. Bremby, like thanks, okay. Thanks for thanks for giving the Andre Bembry. Thanks wow. for giving me a analysis about every player on the Hawks roster. No, I don't think anybody thinks Kevin Huter is going to be Clay Thompson. I don't even think he might be Nick Stauskas. But <laughs> look, this this the thing. Look, this is what I feel. I think the Pelicans have an absurd amount of talent. But how are they all going to mesh together when all of them reach their best selves, which each of them are heading towards right now? The Hawks have the advantage that these players are figuring themselves out. And it's certain that Trey Young is the best and he is going to dominate the ball. On the Pelicans, as these players get better, who knows what's going to happen? They might, right now, they love playing with each other, but as they play more, they want more touches. Who knows what's going to happen? And there's always that risk with injury with Zion. And that's why I'm holding out hope for them because there's that risk with Zion. Now he's, he's a wild card. You know, I, don't, I, I think that Trey Young, he's averaging 29 and 9 his second season. Like, that's, that's unbelievable for him to do. I don't think he's going away anytime soon. And you wanted to disrespect Clint Capella. I don't love Capella. I know that he didn't fit what the Rockets wanted to do. But let's not act like his oops cannot be effective. Let's not act like he wasn't averaging 16 to 17 off of oops and just putbacks all game. I mean, that's what he does, and he's a good defender, which is going to help Trey Young and the Hawks be formidable, formidable on defense. And he'll be a perfect pick-and-roll partner for Trey Young, which is what he needs. So I think the, the Hawks have so much cap space that they can sign good to great players. This upcoming offseason, I think – if you have an offseason where you have where you sign Danilo Gallinari or maybe a Marcus Morris type of player, and you have Trey Young, Gallinari, John Collins, Clint Capella, I think that's a playoff team. And what if they, they draft Anthony Edwards and they have Edwards, that's Young, and Gallinari team. and John Collins? I think right now the, the Hawks just have – they're a mystery because they can go in so many directions and they can bring in an absurd amount of talent and they might become superstars. The Pelicans, we already know what they have. So you're banking on what they have. 
I'm banking on what the Hawks can have. Could, could, could have. Could have. I, I'm banking on that. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they could you have, know, wait, wait, no, could have something for more than the Pelicans. One yeah. question for Joel. Um, do you think the Hawks are going to do a good job convincing these guys to play for them? Like, do you Come think that's a, Yeah, like, realistically, like, I mean... Atlanta now? Like, the way it looks like now? Yeah. Okay. That was just a question for the side, but I'll let Riv go. I mean, look, man, I think I think that money convinces everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Gallinari isn't gonna take fifteen million <laughs> on a winning team versus twenty five million on the Hawks. He's gonna take that twenty five million. They're gonna pay him twenty. Wow. Good luck with that. I just want to say one thing because it's funny to me because like you said, I'm banking on what we already have, which is Zion. You're banking on what you could have, which is DeAndre Hunter. Um, I just. <laughs> listen, listen. I've watched the Hawks. I think you guys. I watch the Hawks all the time. I watch them all year. One of my favorite players is on there. I watch the. Joel probably watched more of the Pelicans than I did. I watched a few Pelicans games, you know. But I watched the Hawks all year, and I don't see any day of the week that their defense is going to change. They are the one of the worst defensive teams. You know who their best defender was this year? You know Joel. Probably DeAndre Hunter. No, it wasn't. He's reddish. Yeah, that's who it was. I mean, he's not a yeah. bad defender, though. No, he's a good defender. That is a rookie. That, that's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a rookie. I mean, most of the players they play are, are rookies or in their second you got, year. You got a you got a in New Orleans, you got a six nine bucket that can go bucket for bucket against wings in the league. You have Zion. I don't gotta talk too much about it. Got Alonzo Ball who can dish it, dish it, and he can also play defense. A point guard that can play defense is very valuable in the league. A point, a high IQ point guard who can play defense is valuable in the league. Trey Young is a high IQ player. Don't get me wrong; he's a scorer. He doesn't. He, I don't even know if he. I, I think he does. He yeah. just can't play defense. <laughs> a Drew Holiday, on Drew Holiday in the backcourt who can lock up and score. He's an underrated star in the league. He's gonna be around for a while. I would put all star level. He's a he star. Has like a, he has like a max contract. Well, I, I I think he's an underrated star. I mean, I don't know why he has a max contract, but he's, he's underrated. an underrated player. It's fair to yeah, say. He's, he's underrated. I mean, he's, look, I'll say this: he's a player that isn't known amongst NBA fans. But if we're talking <laughs> about his contract and his position, oh, oh. he's not an underrated star. I wasn't talking about his contract. I was just talking about strictly people not knowing him. He's an underrated guy. Like you should know who he is. Look, this is your this is where you're faulting in. Zion Williamson is amazing, but he's bad on defense too. He's not a good defender. He's not worse than Trey Young. All right, but Trey Young is six <laughs> one. Trey Young is six one. So was Chris Paul. All right, but I'm saying so was Gary Payton. There, there is an excuse for there is So was Gary Payton. There he was six four. Gary Payton was not six four. What's wrong with you? Gary Payton was what, six one, six two, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? That. I want to check that because I don't know. Uh, he, child. he was 6'4, bro. He was 6'4. He's 6'4? Yeah, stop playing. What? He looks mad little. I thought GP was 6'2. I mean, that we both got, we, we learn something new every day then. Look, but this is what I'm saying, man. There's an excuse for Trey Young at least. Zion yeah. is a freak of nature who's bad on defense. He's slow on his feet. He can't He's 18 years old. He can't, all right. And Trey Young is 19. <laughs> He's like 20. 20. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. You who would you take? Who would you take? Talent. I would take, Just go I would injuries. Take, Talent. I would take, I would take Zion. But okay. I'm saying, you look, okay, let's say this, because you're so high on Reddish 
let's say Reddish turns into the player that he that you think he's gonna turn into. He is. Which is what? Which is what? A superstar. Okay, so if Cam Reddish turns into a superstar, Trey Young is a superstar. But that's not what you star. believe. Hold Clint on, Capella, Clint Capella, if Clint Capella averages 17 and 12 in the East, he's an all-star. If they have a superstar in Reddish, a superstar in Trey Young, and a really good player in Clint Capella, how JC, good will they be? Don't let him do it. That's not what he thinks. He doesn't think Cam is going to be a superstar. It's about what you think the Hawks No, but you're, you've been talking think. about this whole time that they aren't going to do anything. That's, but that's me, though. That's not, no, you. But you got to understand that if you feel like Cam Reddish is going to become a superstar, and Trey Young, we can all agree he's a star, and Kim Capella is a good, really good player. He, he'll be a, he, Clint Capella could be a, on, um, an Eastern All-Star. Let's they don't not, do that. He can do Clint, that. Clint Capella would never make the All-Star game. I don't know. Because it doesn't go east-west like that no more. He's not going to get voted in the starters, so he's not going to get – No, he won't. No, he won't. But he can make never... I think he can make it. How many east big men made the all-star team besides Joel Embiid? Look, I, I'm not – look, Damn, a not a lot. That's but it. I'm just saying. Giannis. But I'm just saying, Clint Capella yeah, – not going to make it. His numbers, like 17 and 12, I mean, those are kind of that's, that's Andre Drummond numbers. That's Andre Drummond numbers. Andre Drummond's made the all-star game, though. But he's not like, going to make it over Andre Drummond. Like, and that's like – Why not? I well, know. I mean, it depends. Winning matters. Andre Drummond's team looks like it's not going to be winning for a very long time. Clint Capella, I mean, with a couple right pieces. I'm saying if you, I can see them the being in the playoffs. Have, if you think the Hawks will have two superstars in Reddish and, and Trey Young, and what is – How would I think? Because I didn't pick the Hawks. What and what? Think? wait, what is John Collins? He's a pretty goddamn well, good – Well, John Collins is It'll nice. And It'll Clint Capella. So their ceiling is high. If, if you think Cam Reddish is going to be a superstar – I don't think he's going to be like, a superstar, but I think if they draft one, like in Anthony Edwards, they will. That's another shot, another shot, sucking, inefficient player you're bringing in into a backcourt. Who he Anthony also, Edwards? Yeah, who he also doesn't play that much defense. Isn't he so good, though? He's good. He's a shot, chucking player. So you got Trey Young, shot chucker. You got Anthony Edwards, shot chucker. They both don't play defense. They're both undersized for their positions. Well, so what now if you're bringing bring, in two guys. Bring oh, somebody. Now you're bringing in two guys who don't, because you said Anthony Edwards. Now you're bringing in two guys who don't really. Who Trey Young passes the ball. Yeah, Anthony Edwards doesn't. They both are volume shooters. They like to shoot, 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 shoot. Don Collins is a great player, but he doesn't even touch the ball like that. And he, he should be, but he doesn't. So now you're bringing in two guys. You're bringing in guys who don't help your defense, and that's the problem with Atlanta. Atlanta can score with any team in the league. and they, That was last year. But they can't play defense at all. I mean, the you Pelicans have got Lonzo. The Pelicans got Lonzo, Holiday, Brandon Ingram. Derek Zana. Favors is a good defender. Derek Favors, Jackson Hayes, he's going to be good, bro. I'm telling you, Lonzo Ball's going to be a star. But as of right now, how everything's set up, I mean, the Western Conference is is, is a tougher conference than the Eastern Conference. Oh, it's, the East is getting there. It's getting there. Literally, Come on, man. East, it's getting there. Come on, bro. Like, I mean. Are you 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 are naming Jackson Hayes? I I, I mean, he he's has, not bad, Joel. He has Jackson potential. He has potential, but come on. When you're talking about the future, all right, we're talking about the future with the Hawks too. Like you they, said, bring they, you said like bring in Angelo Gallinari. They could. But that's because they have cap space. He's a good stretch four. He's a good. He could play they the three. Can't play defense. Their problem <laughs> is they can't play defense. Gallinari's not a bad defender. But he's not a good one. He is a good one. He's just not. Well, he's he's going to start. He gonna start? If he starts at the, he can start at the three. Yeah. So you're you're halting your young players. What are you doing? What is what is what can the Hawks do? They can build Trey Young. They can surround him with shooters. 
I mean, that's what they could do. You know, I think right now the way in the league is to surround players with shooters. So they could do that really well. When your player can shoot like Trey Young, the ceiling for your team is really, really high. If you build the right piece, but I think the ceiling. And I think right now, just the main thing that the Hawks shouldn't do is burn all their cap and draft well. And I, I think that right now, the Hawks are a wild card because they can go in so many different directions. They can trade John Collins and maybe draft Obi Topin. I mean, they, they could get a bunch of pieces from him. They could do a why lot would of you things. Draft, this, is why, this is why they're going to mess up for dumb shit like that. Why would you draft Obi Topin <clears throat> if you have John Collins? He because can't play the three. the floor better than John Obi Tobin's can't play the three. I mean, he, I'm saying he could play the four. You could stretch. You could be a stretch four. He would be the perfect stretch four in today's league. Can't shoot. Come on, man. You what serious? Do you watch? I watch well, the games. He's not a bad for, shooter. Question for both of you. Question for both of you. So I mean, Rev, you think it's laughable to add Danilo Gallinari, but I've heard you on many occasions say that you don't think DeAndre Hunter is gonna amount up to anything. Not anything, but I don't think he's gonna be what they think he's gonna be, which is a star. I mean, you replaced Danilo Gallinari for DeAndre Hunter. I mean, Joel, what are, what are your expectations for DeAndre Hunter? He's twenty two years old. I mean, I think he'll be solid. I think he'll be a solid player, a good defender. So, now, I don't think he'll be like a star, or superstar, but I think he'll be a, a pretty good defender. It's safe to say Gallinari would be a major upgrade. Offensively. Fair. But Fair. this is what I'm saying, man. I just think that the Hawks are a wild card. They can go in so many different directions, mm-hmm. and they can really build this thing up right. I think the Pelicans, they're already there. That's going to be what they're going to run with for now until it, the wheels fall off. And that's I'm not call. sure – and I'm not sure – how good that's gonna be? Because if Zion gets injured, this whole thing collapses. I mean, that's any that's if Trey Young gets injured, the whole thing collapses. That's well, not really. Stuff. You think Cam Reddish is gonna be a superstar? So, why <laughs> <might> not? <laughs> ah, you got me there. You got me there. Okay, I'm just saying, man. Pelicans, man, like the chemistry is crazy. You've I mean, seen it. You look, just you got to look at the amount of picks that the Hawks have. They have a lot of picks. They have a they lot of picks. They do have a lot of drive capital. So they got a lot of things going for them right now. Um, the Pelicans got Zion. I mean, I think we've stressed this enough. I think Joel obviously picks the Hawks. Riv obviously picks the Pelicans. Let's move on. So um, can Luka, Donjic, and company make a run in the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wants to take the stand first, go ahead. It depends. Are they doing a new playoff format? If they're doing a new playoff format, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know who they would play in the first round. I think Let's just say... They play the Clippers? Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to get smoked. Gentlemen sweep. What do, you, what do you think, Joel? Do you think Luca? Let's say regular format. Let's say regular format. Mm-hmm. I think they face the Clippers regular format, too. Okay, so let's just say regular format. What do you what do you, what do you think Luca can do? What, what can company... Regular format, if they face the Clippers... Luca will have a horrible series, and it's gonna be over. Is he's gonna he's gonna be inefficient? He's gonna be bad because Kawhi or Paul George are gonna guard him, or Patrick Beverly. It doesn't matter. Uh, I think the wild card for them in the playoffs is Kristaps Porzingis. He has to play like a superstar alongside Luka Doncic, because if Luka Doncic and um, Porzingis are going and they're playing at a superstar level, I think they can match Paul George and Kawhi. I just don't know about their role players. You know, that's the thing. But I think outside of the Lakers and the Clippers, Pirates can beat and upset any team. They can upset Denver. They can upset Houston. They can upset Utah. They can upset Oklahoma City. So outside of the 
top two teams, they can upset anybody because mm. of Luka and Porzingis' star power. Mm. Ooh, even your Rockets? Even the Rockets, yes. Because I think Luka and Porzingis, I mean, Porzingis especially with the small ball lineup, he's going he's gonna to cook. But that, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I feel like. But they're probably going to face the Clippers, and if they do, it's over. They're not going to win. How many games do they win? I think they win maybe if they're lucky five. I mean they, I mean they win one and it goes to five. Mm. I, I'm sorry, I stopped listening when you said something about Luca and uh, Porzingis can beat. You said something dumb. It was so they can dumb. Match their star power. Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. Um, oh, George was having an off year. Listen, Porzingis never played in the playoffs before. Luca, either this is going to be their <laughs> so it's going to be it's. It's gonna be a little tough to see, but I don't know. Like you said, they can upset Denver. I don't really see them beating Denver. I don't well, see them beating Houston. I mean, you you made the statement about Luca and Porzingis have never played in the playoffs. You're not wrong, but Paul George plays like he's never played in the playoffs. <laughs> you can say that, but at the same time. I mean, I, that's, I mean, you could say that. But then but he's like, also had some great postseason runs, too. Yeah, so it's like, what are you really saying? Like, He's a wild card. He's, he's a wild really card. But Porzingis, he's been all four years, so I don't know. Like, I mean, it's the thing, man. I think, obviously, if we go by, like, a ladder of players, Kawhi's one, Luka's second, George's three, and Porzingis is four. The bench, the Clippers bench is dominant. I know that's why I said that I think Porzingis and Luca can match their star power, but it's gonna be the role players that really decide it. Listen, you said some bullshit. The the the, 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 <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks are not gonna upset the Rockets. I'm talking. They're not gonna beat Denver. They can beat weak Utah. They can beat uh, the Thunder. Utah, that's a JC team. They're gonna beat. They can beat them. But the Rockets. The Thunder. I'm not a Thunder fan. No, I'm. Just, I, I said uh, Utah. It's your team. Those your guys. Oh, <laughs> they the Dallas can't beat Houston. They have no answer for James Harden. Like not even an answer that can contain him. They have nothing for him. So they're not going to be Smith. If you're walking into the playoffs <laughs> as your wing defender, you're not gonna obviously win. nobody can stop Harden or Westbrook, <clears throat> but nobody can stop Porzingis. Nobody can stop Luca. What's what's stopping Porzingis? Like what's what's wait, getting wait, him wait, wait, wait. What seed? What seed are the Clippers and what seed are the Mavericks? Clippers Mavericks are, are the seventh seed, I believe. Clippers are two. Are, really? I thought yeah, it was. Did. I thought it was Memphis. I thought it. Memphis I is it eight. Was Mem- Memphis is eight. Yeah. They'll either play Denver or the Clippers. Houston is six, and OKC is fifth, and Dallas is seventh. Yeah, but every everybody was so close. I mean, this is kind of not that it's unfair, but it's kind of like came at the worst time for Dallas. They can't beat I mean, Denver. How would you say beat, Denver? I think they can beat Denver. Who's guarding Luca? Nobody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Your man's Craig. No, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Do a pretty he's good guarding Luca. <clears throat> yeah. What, what does do that mean? even mean? Wait, who's guarding who? I think we've who's seen guarding? in the playoffs that one man show that that bum over in Houston runs every year. It doesn't work. You need a team. And Denver's so the, the Western better. Conference finals two times in a row. I mean, two times in his career. <laughs> I hear, I hear no on. finals. So, um, like I was saying, you need a team to win, bro. And Denver has the better team, bro. Denver, okay, Jamal Murray. I'd rather take Luca over Jamal Murray and Gary Harris, honestly. You probably would, considering the fact that Gary Harris doesn't start anymore. Who starts then? Who's the two? Go Barton. 
Oh, yeah. Tim Hardaway and Will wow. Barton. I mean, that's not that wow. far right. Wow, that's not that far off. Right. I take Seth Curry over Gary Seth Harris. Seth Curry's a good player. Seth Curry is a good player. Wait, what about Porzingis and Jokic? Who would win that matchup? What you think? I'm here. I'm here for it. What do you Porzingis. think? I think Porzingis wow. is a better all-around player. He's a better offensive player. He's a better defensive player. He's not oh, the oh, oh. he's not the playmaker that a Jokic is, but I don't Actually, think that I don't think wait, that wait, wait, Jokic wait, wait, can can wait, wait, I don't wait, 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 guard wait. Porzingis. I Absolutely. think Porzingis Porzingis would do a better job guarding Jokic than Jokic does guarding. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Offensively, only thing, only thing Porzingis does definitively better is shoot the three ball. That's what you need now. The Joker, the Joker can do. He can shoot the three, he can hit the mid-range, and he has a good post game. You don't see Porzingis going in the post like that against Biggs because he's freaking skinny and frail. Willie Cauley-Stein also has probably the best, the best defensive rating since he got to Dallas, too. He's a good That's defender. That's fine. He can't check Joker. And they got Jeremy Grant. <laughs> got Tory Craig. Like, Jeremy Grant? I'm not scared of Jeremy Grant. It's like, who, like the, the Nuggets have a bunch of, like, great – like, not even great. They have good role players, but they made a mistake on letting go of Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley's really good. They let him yeah, go. With, with yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah, we get it. He performed on the team that sucked. I know. Cool. Kudos to that. Yeah. I mean, he had good numbers in, in uh, Denver. He just didn't get playing time. But, okay, he, let's he just talk play. about this. Come on, bro. Let's just talk about this. Like, they have good role players, but they don't have star power. I think the, the Mavericks have star power. Luka is better than Jokic. And is. Jokic is better than Porzingis, but the Mavericks have two of the best three players if they play in the series. Oh, I mean, yeah, but you, you're, you're you just throwing Murray could have a like they're like they're like it's it's Luca, it's uh Jokic, it's Porzingis, and then there's a gap, and it's Murray or Paul Mills. But you, for a seven game series, Jamal Murray can play better than Porzingis. You're acting like he can't. We've I never seen care. Porzingis yeah. play in a series ever. Like. He's still – you can tell by this year, he's still a little rusty. So I don't Dallas, know – Dallas Mavericks efficiency this year, their offensive rating is one of the best in NBA history. Yeah, kudos – regular season. Throw that shit out the window. It is the playoffs, bro. What do you mean? All that is dead. I'm not throwing it out the window. I'm not. Who got the better bench? Denver. Mm. Dallas doesn't have a bad bench. No, nah, I'm not saying they don't, but Denver – Brunson's pretty good. Denver is Maxi Kleber. Monster. Monte Morris is better than Jalen Brunson. All right, but I mean, look, role players don't win in the, the like, for the most part, role players again. don't Say win something in the playoffs. You like, just went, it's who just went fucking Kawhi? They see he just went buck on Kawhi about how his <laughs> role players did all this and then they don't win. Well, that's because Kawhi played better than uh, than uh, Choke Curry. That's why. So, like, they're, his the star just, played better. They averaged the same why, amount of points. Why, why did Toronto win, though? Because they had star power. Kyle Lowry's an all-star. Siakam was ascending and became an all-star this year. So, like, they had star power. Like, Siakam wasn't a star last year. Siakam was – he had good numbers. I mean, Kyle Lowry was definitely an all-star. 17, Kyle Lowry's, an all-star that, Kyle Lowry's an all-star that puts up zero in the playoff games. I don't really – that means Bro, nothing. Bro, usually, usually in the playoffs, star power wins you. If you have more stars, you win. Like, that's just what it is. If you have more stars, you win. And I'm not sh- I'm not too sure about Luca going in the playoffs and dropping an egg. I think he's gonna dominate. I think he ain't gonna drop. Oh, and he's gonna drop. I think he's gonna dominate. He ain't gonna drop no egg for bums. He ain't gonna drop no egg. But to just say Porzingis is gonna go crazy, 
It's crazy. If you to were me. even one person to say that, you don't know how Jokic is going to be conditioned when he goes into the playoffs. He might be gassed. Yeah, until we saw the last 20, 25 games, he lost weight and he played better than he played. Have, have you seen him since the quarantine, how much weight he's lost? Yeah, he looks skinny as hell. Dude, that's crazy. I just don't see the Porzingis. Because you were, you were the same person who was like, Porzingis is even that good. And now you're talking about Porzingis <laughs> is all of a sudden this guy that could do some things. Like, so I don't know. He, is I don't a, he look, Kevin Durant called him a unicorn. That's exactly what he is. I've never but heard you didn't call him a Jokic or Jamal Murray a unicorn. Never had. Jamal Murray's pretty good, though. Like he's Jamal a bomb. Murray's pretty good, but I think his ceiling is borderline all star, never superstar. That's fair to say. That's fair to say. Like, he will never be a top point guard in the West. And that's why everybody is down on Denver. Because what, 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 is, what is Denver's problem? What, it, what has been their problem? No star power. Remember when they traded Carmelo and they were a great team, but they had no star power? That's yeah. kind of like what's happening right now. Except they have one in Jokic. But we are not too sure about Jokic because he's not a good defender at all. So, I mean, look, they don't have enough star power. They just have one all-star. Dallas has two. Porzingis didn't make the all-star team this year. Well, I still consider Porzingis an all-star. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> consider him an he didn't make the all-star. He didn't make the all-star. I consider him an all-star. You His don't numbers think are... Uh, you don't think he's considered as a player that has star power? He's, star potential, yeah. I think yeah. Porzingis can change... He could change the momentum of a game. Like, that's how good of a player he is. He's a good player. We've seen, we've seen in the playoffs Jamal Murray do the same thing. Against who, man? The Spurs? When he had a... What's this guy's name on, on the Spurs guarding him? What's Devin his name? White? Yeah, yeah. Devin White. Der- Derek, Derek White? White? Come on, man. At the playoff game. Are you serious? Derek you're gonna, White? You're going to – you're going to – They went to seven. They yeah, went what to the seven. hell? Yeah, they went like, to seven. That just shows how, how like, not good Denver can be, man. Come on. I can, I can Derek White. I serious? can literally see that series between Dallas – yeah, going seven. going to seven games. Yeah, I really do. You, 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 you trying to knock Denver. Like, they ain't go to the same place the Rockets went last year, the second round, and they both lost. Like, I don't know what you're saying. They lost seven, though. They one, lost lost, seven. one loss to Portland, who got swept. Against, one loss to Portland, who got swept by the Warriors. The other loss to the Warriors that made the finals and swept the Blazers. So, yeah. One, one team lost. One, and and they, mm. think about it like this. Portland beat them because they have the more experienced star. You're playing up against two, let's call them babies, because they've never touched the playoffs in their life. So you're basically playing freshmen coming into the league, playing freshmen in the playoffs. There's a difference. There's a difference. Jokic, or I mean, Luke, I mean, Lillard is an experienced star. That is true. Established. But Lillard has a ceiling. Luka, ceiling is LeBron James' impact. Like that Ah! caliber superstar X Factor player. That I don't is know about Luka's that one. Ceiling. That's not Luca that ceiling. Yeah, that's not Luca season this year though. Phenomenal. LeBron James. I got to see more to be LeBron, but he's off to a really good start. He's I'm not saying Luca has the potential to be the best player in the NBA. The best. The it's best. Like you just like fair just, enough. Fair. Yeah, that's fair, but it still don't change the fact that he can play shitty at any moment. It doesn't take away from the fact that this season Luca's a top five player. That's cool. What does that mean to this you? This year though? is what do you mean? What does it mean? He's a top. We've, we've we've seen guys turn into top five players in a regular season and then play a playoff game and they're not the same. It's a different atmosphere. You wouldn't know that though because you're a Rockets fan. So let me explain it to you. When you go to the playoffs, 
the whistle gets tighter and the defense gets a little better and the game just changes. I know you don't get it. I know. Your Knicks <laughs> haven't been there in a while. I understand it's been a long time. So, listen, the playoffs are a little different, especially for freshmen coming in. Like the Porzingis, who season isn't that great. You called them all-star. I didn't see him on the all-star weekend. So, maybe I'm bugging. I don't know. You tell well, me. I know that all-star when Luka got injured, the Mavericks had a winning record by a lot was, because Porzingis started playing like a real star. Games? How many games? How many games? I forgot how many games. I just know that it wasn't was twenty. Phenomenal. It wasn't twenty. Didn't they beat the Clippers without Luca? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they did, though. I'm not. The Tim's beat them too. Sure. The Tim's beat them too. What does that mean? It means that they can beat a great team just having Porzingis because Porzingis is that good. And their role players are really underrated. Don't don't sleep on their role players. Don't sleep on their role. Tim players. Hardaway had a good year. I'm telling you, Tim Hardaway, Seth Curry, Max Brunson. Dorian right. is really good too. Who? Dorian Finney Smith? He's good. He's okay. He's good. He's all right. He's solid. He's okay. He's, I'm he's saying, okay. I'm saying, don't look. Denver is Denver is what you are talking about. A regular season team. That's what Denver is. They're a regular season team. That's <laughs> I've not never what seen Denver. Dallas. I don't I, I don't think they will be a regular season team. If they face the Clippers, they'll be out. But anybody else, I think they'll upset them. Hmm. Mm. Fair to say, you got to start somewhere. Remember that year Curry upset Denver? That one year when he was a six seed. Wait, Everybody so let me get this somewhere. straight. Let me get this. Hey, hold on, JC. I just want to get this straight before we get off here. You think Houston can beat the Clippers? Yet and still, you believe that Dallas can upset the Rockets? It's massive. I don't. Ooh, it's massive. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't get it. Like it's the Clippers blow the. Mavericks out, so I'm confused. Like it's matchup. Houston can't match up with Porzingis, but they don't have to worry about a, a big that dominant against the against the Clippers. So why can't why can't a seven three why can't six six two fifty PJ Tucker match up with seven three one hundred eighty five center? <laughs> because he can't guard him on the perimeter if he shoots. That's why. Why can't he guard him on the perimeter? What do you mean? Can't just shoot can't over him. Shoot over him. It's not a contest. He could, wasn't he guarding KD? Didn't you say he played good, good against KD? <laughs> Look, I'm saying well, who's, is a good defender, but I'm saying like you can't compare. You can't compare Houston matching up with Porzingis to Houston matching up with Zubac. Zubac barely. He plays like 18 minutes a game, bro. Yeah, yeah but that's their starting center. He only starts because Montrez wants to come off the bench. Okay, so Montrez versus Porzingis. Who are you? <laughs> come on, man. It's not a, It's not even a debate. Porzingis is better, but Montrez is no scrub. He's not he's a scrub, like, but I'm saying he's no scrub. He's, he's like, like, no like Porzingis. Scrub. He's like, like, you know, he's so crazy how he loves Porzingis all of a sudden. Like, like he's some 25-point demon. Like, boy, average like 19 points a game, bro. Like, let's calm down. Like, he's, he's he has unicorn potential. Let's pump the brakes. Like, he's done something this year to change our minds on anything. He's been above average at best this year. Above average? Come yeah, on. Yeah, at best. He, now, he, now above average? Come he on. He hasn't been at the all-star level. So what, he's what, been what, a really what, good player. To say above oh. average is disrespectful. I mean, okay, he's been a really good and you player. you were the same person earlier in the season saying he's coming off a torn ACL. You got to give him some time. You got to give, give him time. And you're not so, giving yeah, him Yeah, so time. I, I gave him time, and I've, seen, I've liked what I've seen. <laughs> and I, that's why I think I'm predicting what can happen. <laughs> Bro, I don't think they could beat Denver, Houston. They would get swept by the or jumped in the sweep by the top two teams. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. 
Uh, they could probably be OKC. I don't know, cause nah, yeah, they could probably be OKC. Who else? Memphis. Uh, will beat Memphis. Utah. I don't know, cause Rudy Gobert. He might be able to guard for Zingas. I don't know, man. Utah. That'd be a goodie. The one of the best with, defense. The problem teams. with the Mavs, the mismatch that they have is that they can run five out just like Houston. And I think once a team runs five out, whether it be against the, the, the Jazz or the Nuggets, they're doomed because Gobert is uneffect, ineffective if he's guarding the perimeter and Jokic is too slow to, to try to rotate and close out on his man. So I think that's just a matchup nightmare for both those teams. Mm. I mean, that game plan might work. Might not. It depends on how, how good he's going to be. He can really struggle, honestly. So if he struggles, that game plan is going to work. I mean, only time we talk. I cannot wait to the playoffs to see Dallas not go to the next round. I can't wait. I just I cannot wait. It's going to be so funny to me. Like, Well, look, I said if they face the Clippers, they won't. They won't. Obviously. So if it's not the Clippers, we'll see. Okay, fair enough. We'll see. All right, so that's the end of our show. Thank you guys for watching, and until next time, peace. This is BJ Kissel from KC Sports Network. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as our shows, are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. It's something we've actually done locally with our network in Kansas City as well. We're all stronger together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.